0: this is Jada.
1: Hi, our topic today is going to be, we're going to be speaking about what we find attractive in our our partners, and what we look for in our partners.
0: And this will be episode three of our podcast. As we said before, we're newbie, also we're experimenting and um, we're going to tune and try new things. And um, bear with us as we go. Okay,
1: so, do you want to start? Okay, so, what do you look for, or what do you find attractive in in a woman, or what do you find attractive in me?
0: Oh, well, where do I start? So, there's many things. So, for me, um, if you assume that um, a woman's looks are taken for that the standard that she's attractive, she's pretty, um, and, and the idea of prettyness is very beautiful for people, but you find them look attractive. What's important to me is being attracted to her as a package. That means I've got to find her confidence. I've got to show me some confident. She's got to so have a good sense of humor. She's got to be clearly intelligent. And, um, in my mind, street smart. You've got to be good at um, being able to resolve problems. In my mind, she's got to be kind. You've got to know how to problem solve so if I've got problems in my life she can add value because she can pitch in and offer up her own alternative view and um, she's got to have her own mind and be confident enough to state her viewpoint okay um on top of that dress sense is important I like a woman that likes to look very modern um keeps herself in shape I mean she goes to the gym that's a bonus point um she likes I like her, her to be sporty or active you know, stuff like that. I mean, that's that's my initial list, but I could go on. What do you think?
1: Okay, so say you you're a single person and you don't have a partner, and you're you know you're looking for that partner. Um, the first thing that you see obviously is the way that a person, you know, looks their outward appearance. Yeah, but that's not as, as, that's not as black and white as that, because her outward
0: appearance could actually be the the persona that she, and the the persona that she actually projects. So, she might look very regal, very elegant in what she's wearing. And so, it won't just be her her face, because, you know, people who have different hairstyles and she'd change her look. So, when you first see her, you say, does the person project something that you find attractive? And it could be her posture. It could be that the way she stands. It could be that the way she, articulate and so on, so it's not black and white about how she looks because you can't necessarily see her face from a massive distance, but what you might see is the way she walks, for instance, a swagger, what she's dressed in, and that might attract you because you might think, oh, I like her dress sense, I like the way she walks, I like the way she holds herself, and as you get closer you might see her face and you think, yeah, she's got whatever you look for, dark hair or in some cases people like blue eyes, blonde hair, so it's not just how she looks in the face because Sometimes you don't see them till they get closer, but you might see how they project themselves. Does that make sense? It does
1: make sense. It does make sense. Um, for me, um, if you're if you're out there and like looking for for you know a partner, the first thing that you see is the 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 look, but then after you see what they look like, what's same what you said. And it's their posture, how they hold themselves, how they dress, confidence, um, and just their outward appearance, that they take, you know, take care of themselves. So for me, with, with you, I find you very attractive in the way that you dress. Um, I love the way that you look briefly. Um, you always have your own personal style um, and and I love the way that you think. And um you you also are interested in the way that I think and you want to bring the best out in me. Uh personal growth is what it's about and so I feel if you want to find that soul mate that soulmate, you have to be on the same level of understanding and understanding each other and how they think and you know looking on uh, life outlook yeah, to outlook life has got to be the, the, the same you're not going to agree on absolutely everything but the majority of how you think and how you see other people and how you see other people have got to be the same in order for you to work
0: Mm-hmm. So, thank you, um, and for me, it's a little bit different, I mean, for me, it,
1: it, it, you're out with it obviously very beautiful,
0: I not saying, but what I like about you, you have more than one look, there is no one look that you have actually, because, you know, you change your hair, you, wear, you can wear different wigs, you can wear different makeup. so in actuality, you remember there were times when we'd be at a pub, for instance, and they actually kids me to be with another woman, <laughs> do you remember that actually? <laughs> Just River, actually, mm-hmm. because you were wearing a different hairstyle, and they'd be like, "Oh, I thought you were a different woman." And I find that really attractive because you put a lot of time on how you project yourself, right? So you change your look, you change the way you your hairstyle, you change your makeup, the way you dress is very modern. No one can have changed between middle A middle-aged dresser, definitely not. I think I think some of the young um, 16 to 25 years are competing with you you're dressing your dress then. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really really good, but you obviously have a very i've not noticed a very regal, elegant classy gait as in way of walking the way that you carry yourself um makes sure you look like a person that looks like they're going places person that's on the top of their game, person that's happy, person that's not not downtrodden by life uh, I think that's absolutely amazing, so in terms of look it's top top door. In terms of persona, you have so many. In terms of how you keep yourself, your your, your dress sense is put on. You keep modern. Um, you keep yourself in shape. To me, there's a lot of things I find attractive about you. But as a bonus on top of all of those things, what I was really pleased about this time around, and we talked about us getting back together again, American, is that the spiritual growth of you is immense. You've grown in terms of your spirituality and having realised that you are a spiritual person and you spend time on that personal development, um, side of things in terms of learning what makes you tick, what makes the world tick, what's, what, what are the good traits to try and project, and you've continued learning. And I find that really attractive. So you tick every box for me and more. Thank you. Um, and I really, to say,
1: after you've said all that um i mean to me um the way that i portray myself is um it's all in in, in your mind it's how you, you you think so if you think that you're i don't know you you don't have to dress that way because if you think like if you're 40 or if you're 50 you behave like you're 40 50. You're going to dress like the are 40-50 So it, really your mind If you've got a, a, a mindset Of being happy And being respectful of others Knowing who you are And just the, the is Nothing but a number really I think it all boils down to Your heart And being truthful So, cr- i got a copy you though you hear couples that get together
0: with, um, they get together on the basis of how, someone, how they look at the time, the time they're attracted. What goes wrong? Because after a while,
1: it's almost like one or both stop trying. I think it's got a lot to do with people being comfortable now that they've got, you know, who they want they stop making an effort because they've now got what they want they feel they don't need to make an effort and I believe that's wrong I think when two people meet they're attracted to each other because of how they were at that time and that is what attracted them together if you start losing that then you kind of lose each other you think well you know in order to continue with and flourish the relationship, you have to continue being the person that you was when you first met. It's really important. Regardless of what you've been through, you still need to be that person that they met because that is the person that they fell in love with. Would some, but would someone say,
0: um, to be devil's advocate, that if you're only talking about the sanity in life, how someone look, that when those look fade away or they change through age or through illness or whatever, does that mean that the basis under which your relationship related held together start to crumble. Which yeah. is, does that cause problems? I think... Does it cause problems?
1: It does cause problems, but I think once you get past that and you get to know each other, um, you're past the looks, it's like, because um, you've you, you got to know each other and how they think, you get to know their mind and how they are and how they treat people. And so the look is... Not really important because you've fallen in love with them because they're a beautiful person inside and if they're a beautiful person inside to me, they're beautiful on the outside. Okay. So the looks is irrelevant because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you still look the same to me as when we first started dating.
0: But 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 if you look at society at the moment, it, it's fixated on 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 outward appearances, and hence the amount of people spend money, the amount of money people spend on cosmetic surgeries or on on cosmetic interventions to try and look a different way, or to try and hold on to their looks that are that they may be losing, or to try and meet a level of societal expectations in terms of looks. Aren't they isn't that a losing battle? Isn't that a a very shallow and vain thing but or sort of, do you think, you know, people like what they like?
1: No, it just depends on why that person is getting cosmetic surgery. You know, it could be a personal thing, but how it makes them feel could have a lot to do with confidence. You I mean, the Kardashians. I was looking at the reality shows and
0: looking at Kardashians who have their own level of cosmetic interventions, as I, as I understand it, allegedly. <laughs> and am point of the to people who look to them and follow them and so you really young girls particularly have these interventions even though they don't need it at that age and it's too young in some cases and then want to look and feel like a Kardashian or that type of um influencer
1: okay and i think if they don't look that way they think that there's something wrong with them and there is, really isn't anything wrong with them it's all all down to self-love you know and as long as you love yourself then you don't need to follow people who use loads of makeup or get cosmetic surgery to make them look younger. For me, it's about what's in the heart and what's in the mind. But let's um, talk about, m- on my side, i got friends
0: who were very pedantic and specific about what they want in their project partner. I think you saw what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Some cases. And I had a list of, I'm just going to say, 10 points that this partner, this person partner would have, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, or whatever. And they were very specific, and they would meet potentially mates or potential partners, but they would be rejected because they didn't have all of the traits. So, that, say it was ten, all ten traits, they could have nine, but one would missing and so say they weren't quite good enough. I mean, is that a real way of actually choosing a selection partner?
1: Your mind no I think as long as it says tick the box who is in the majority of what you look for in a the partner then you can overlook some you can think well is that really important can can we work on that or you know it, it, you know is, is, is that a real like thing that I need to have or you know can can we work on that I think what it boils down to is looks fas you know, um, as far as I'm concerned, it's what's in the heart that really matters and how you treat other people. For me, that makes a person beautiful on the inside and on the outside. So a person can look beautiful on the outside but have not a nice personality but to me will make them look ugly on the outside. Um so if
0: we were to look at that, I mean, would you say then that there are some core traits that your partner must have that other are are temporary or ephemeral, they change over time and they will there and they'll they'll be passing bleeding, But there's got to be a core set of attributes that are non negotiable that they must always have.
1: Yeah, standards and more the standards I think is really important because look, things So when you, uh, so when people are identifying a partner
0: and they're going for their look, start with is that the right basis upon which to get to someone else? So they just interact with different people and fall in love with the person they get to know as they get to know the person. Yeah, I
1: think
0: that's the second what you said. So, because there could be some people that, as we found out, may not check the boxes in look, but as we know, your preference for look contains. You might say, I want some blonde hair, blue eyes, look like as you get a bit older, you actually start start to find, like, dark-headed people, brown eyes. So, are we saying, therefore, that should we not necessarily be that shallow and dark with and say, let's get to know people. Yes. Let's see what they're about. And let's get to know the whole package. And if we find them attractive, and that's the basis upon which maybe to move forward. Yeah. And see if they will make a worthwhile partner. Yeah. Okay. And I think you can actually fall in love with
1: someone who you don't... 1st of all, find them attractive, um, on looks, but you can fall in love with them based upon their morals and, um, their standards and their outlook on life and how, you know, how to treat people. I think that's more attractive than somebody's looks,
0: definitely. So, so you found your perfect partner, but whatever, in, in any attribute, point of view, look, whatever, and you gave a long time. How do you keep it correct? How did you keep
1: it? You continue being who you were when you first met them. And if you're true to yourself, then it won't be an issue, it won't be a problem, it won't be a struggle because you are who you are. And um, you know, they are who they are and um you just help each other to, to, to grow, to so flourish, you know. Personal growth. Help each other.
0: What did, what does someone do? They notice that one of their partners is no longer as they used to be, no longer a connected, no longer a type of feeling, no longer even sexually interested, for instance, an example, or or just some, doesn't the you way know, what they did in the early brushes of their relationship. call it that. I
1: think they need to realise at the point where they felt that things started to change and address that issue with their partner, have a conversation, you know, talk. You know, talk help?
0: Is it important to still be showing your sexual attraction for your partner? Or do you think, oh, that age, I don't need sex anymore, I can't bother about it. I don't want it, so I don't have to give it to anything or my or vice versa. Or but do you think that's wrong, or do you think that if you're truly into your partner, you will always still be sexually attracted?
1: To always. You must always make an effort, especially if you want to keep that fire burning. <laughs> you want to keep that fire burning, you have to keep on doing what you did when you first met that person. I like yeah. your reference
0: to the Graham McRae song there, uh, actually. Yeah. Really good. Um, I think that, I think, I think you're right, I think part of the sexual, part of their tracks in, in being connected with mind, body, and soul. Yeah. And none of those could actually lead Peter away. You know, keep trying to be, because I think physical connection, and we know the chemical reactions, oxytocin, when you have sex, is important bonding. Chemical. Mm-hmm. So sex provides that bonding chemical, or which draws you closer. If you lose intimacy, if you lose that physical connectedness, death. then that's where I think danger lies.
1: Yeah, I think that you, you always have to make an effort. If you want to keep your partner and you want to keep your partner happy, you have to make an effort. You have to keep making an effort to continue to do what you did in the beginning, which made you attractive to them continue to do that. It's really important that you do that. And also, you know, it's about how you feel about yourself, you know. Because if feel sexy, you're acting, yeah, it reveals you your accessing and controls yourself affects your way. Of course. So, if, you, if you get up in the morning and you think, oh, I'm not going to bother today, I'm just not going to make an effort, then to me that portrays how you're feeling inside based upon what you're wearing. And
0: I can actually say for you, my partner, you look... Amazing. Every day when you get up, you know, I can see the amount um, take into detail that you go through in terms of how you look what you wear, even the clothes collection. The makeup you wear, the hair, style that you want to use that day, you know, um, shows me that you still have very high sleep.
1: I do, and then I don't feel that, you know, I need to pile the makeup on.
0: You don't wear makeup. I mean, your, makeup, your makeup's very, very, very light. It is, insight like, Because they're not really beautiful, which is a good thing, but some people might need to do the work. But the point in marketing is it, it's, it's trying to look their best with these thing, isn't
1: it? Yeah. You know, just make an effort every day when you wake up. Because make an effort, you know, to yourself, to your partner. Um, you know, when you make an effort, it makes you feel good about yourself. And that's a start. And it's
0: a start. And then when we're, when we're talking about trying to keep people happy, do you feel that... um? If you're going to be sexual with your partner, you should try and find out what it makes them happy. Or do you feel that you always do what you've always done? Or should you be adventurous, changing things?
1: Talk, isn't it? You need to talk, and you need to find out what it is that they like, and you know, be open to try new things. But um, you know, just talk, I guess, because that's the way how you're going to keep keep it going. If you're not interested in what makes your partner happy, then that's where the cracks of, of your relationship start to have cracks and when you don't start to to um, acknowledge it and speak to your partner about it and you just ignore it, the cracks will get bigger and then before you know it, your partner's going down a different path to, to you, you just don't have anything in common.
0: So, th- so do you think then that what's the reason, uh, I, I mean, what's the reason that partners the stray then, you think? What, what starts that? Is it to do with a change in physical connection, is it
1: a change in where it's all learned? it's because That's, of boredom, what, what, what lack of trying, lack of trying because, like I said, once you've got your partner, some pe- there's some, some people out there, some couples out there, that think because they've got their partner and they're married, they don't need to make an effort now because they're married, you know. But marriages can dissolve. You know, marriage is not forever. Um, sure, I think that it's important that you continue to be who you were when you first met because that is who they fell in love with.
0: I, I agree with that. To be that at the core, but you can also grow, so you can be more than what they started with. You
1: can, as long as you're going together and you're helping each other and bringing the best out of each other and always complimenting each other and noticing things and just making an effort and just, you know, being happy. And, um you know, you, you're both going down the same path, And you know.
0: Are there any, are there any red flags that you look out for, uh, personally? Uh where think I'm gonna watch for these signs and if they if I see them, I'm gonna mention them, or I wanna say something. Is there anything that you are vigilant about um, that you've always been in a relationship or not been, however you want to characterize it? I'm not really sure about how to answer that one. Um so for instance, if suddenly you're mad, this I started dressing significantly different. Would that be a that would be a signal that something is going on or do you think I'm just changing or do you think I not I mean, what would be a red flag for you?
1: Changes in behaviour, also changes in um, the way that they dress when they start you know, they start going out a lot more without you, those are red flags. Um they start doing things that doesn't involve you. Those are massive red flags. Massive. Okay.
0: So you saw sure that um love and couples will always do a lot more together? Because together operate together, go out together. What about what we'd like to do? We like to dress on this similarly, we? take time or what I mean, you'd ask what you want to say, grey, blue.
1: Green. We do, but sometimes we don't even ask each other, and, and we just turn up, and we're both wearing the same. We've got that outfit. synchronicity, we've that, and we just know it's really good. And it's nice when you when you go out with your partner and you dress the same because then that's letting people know that but you're a
0: couple,
1: and that you are one. Yeah, you know? and that you enjoy being with each other, um, because both of us are very well dressed, and we do take care. Our, um we, we, we you know, we take care of our um our look. Yeah, okay, that. Yeah. We we care about it
0: and we care about how what we project
1: mm-hmm. as
0: well because that's also awesome important for people and know to treat you differently based on what they see. Mm-hmm. If they think that you're taking point, if they think that you're a couple about going places, Mm-hmm. But they actually, the you more and actually treat you better, or not mm-hmm. you better. If they feel that like you're a couple that can't be bothered, or not even you know, joined up or can't be bothered, then that could almost affect that to you as well. Mm-hmm. So I think I think as um there was a we're talking about personal growth books. There's a, there's a book called um, Magic of Thinking Big.
1: Okay.
0: And that book was about whatever, whatever you do in life, always go, go first class. So if you're going anywhere, wear your best suit, walk with a purpose in your walk, walk are confident, talk with confidence. And I kind of think that that's also true in life.
1: Yeah, I think if you, if you want to be confident, even if you're not confident, act as though you're confident.
0: Make it until you make it.
1: That's right. So act
0: confident and then one day you'll become it. So do it until you become it. Wow. So I think that's really really too. So I think, when we look at this, when you look for your ideal partner, you have an initial shopping list thing. You do. And you work on that shopping list. But that's only the start, not the end of the equation. After that, it's how you interact, how you get on, what you do together. That's important. All right? And as you said, do the thing that you like at the beginning. Keep on doing those. Add more to it. Yeah. Understand what makes you happy. You know, what wows your partner? If there's certain things that he likes or she likes, find out what they are. Do those things.
1: Right?
0: So it shows that you care. Right? It's important to give compliments. Don't take it for
1: granted. that. You know I love you. I love I tell you. Just you tell them. Mm. Anyway, and, and also, find new things that you can do together. You know? and mm, That's got a lot to do with personal growth, helping each other to grow. I mean, I know that. Since I've been with you, all you've ever done is want to help me grow because you've seen the person that I can become, but I never thought it in myself. But being with you and you showing me that I can be the best I want to be and I can do whatever I want to um, as long as I believe in it. And you have to believe in yourself. You know? And
0: you are and so much more a confident person. And actually, I get the benefit of that because the more you've grown up and the more confident you become, the more life you have in you, the more energy you have, the more you want to do things, the happier you are on all of those things. It means that I get the best of you. and I keep getting a better version of you as you keep growing and vice versa. right? I think life's about, as we said before in previous uh, episodes of podcast, life is about learning and growing and doing things, yeah? I'm, being ha- I'm having fun doing it, as we said. So... so if you were to summarise, bring this podcast to uh, a close, if you were to summarise what's important in selection and life partners, what would you say those things are? You'd come up with a list of things that you think are important. So you said, you yeah, impacted them. You said it's their balance that they have. They keep trying to do the things that they've always
1: done. Their minds, their thinking, their outlook on life, to always, you know, make an effort. Always try to keep doing what you did when you first met.
0: And I think that's the key, isn't it? Do the things you always did that attracted your partner, it that
1: made them happy. That is what attracted them to you. If you lose that, you're going to lose them. Yeah.
0: So, um I've been a bit advice to end on, would you not say? I would. So I'd like to say thank you for listening. This brings the end of this episode, episode three of our podcast. Hope you liked it. And I can't wait to talk to you on the next one. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.